Okay. Good Yantif, good Yantif. Today we view as Rosh Hashanah. We have four others in the Jewish Talmud. This is the fifth. This is the Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus. On this day, we're inscribed and written for a year of learning Hasidus and of practicing, of behaving in the ways of Hasidus. And we should all be inscribed and written for a good year. And we're expressing the renewal of our commitment through the renewal of our learning of the Tanya, the most seminal work of Hasidus. So now we begin the cycle for a non-leap year, which today means the opening page, the gate page, and then two letters of approbation, two pages of approbation, two letters from the original printing of the Tanya and a later approbation or so to speak, from the sons of the Rebbe when they reprinted it after his lifetime. So the first and most important page is the gate page in which the Rebbe introduces us to his work that he labored on for 20 years. He gives us the names. Lukute Amarim. Lukute Amarim means these are collections of sayings. Think of the author, because it took me 20 years to put this together. I'm just a collector. I'm an editor. I'm a compiler. With his enormous humility, he's saying, nothing here is my own. He's also calling his work Seyyid Shabbinonim because this is the ultimate essence point of this work. How every Jew can attain the status of Benoni, which the Rebbe explains means someone who's very human and who struggles, as all humans struggle, who has complete self-discipline and self-control and always wins the struggle and therefore all of his actions and all of his speech and all of his thoughts, all of his conscious thoughts are always completely godly. So he struggles to attain that and to maintain it. Now, how do we get to this? Well, the Rebbe says it's doable. And I have many sources. Everything here is actually gathered from the holy books. I've immersed myself in many Kabbalistic works, works of Maimonides, from the teachings, the teachings of his teacher, the Mizr Shemangit, of his teacher's teacher, the Baal Shem Tov, so immersing myself in their works, this Sefer, this book came forth. And this is all actually the first section. Ultimately, there were five sections. In the lifetime of the Rebbe, there were three. But the first section is really all aspects of the first section, which means 53 chapters. It's explained to us one verse. And in this verse, Moses tells the Jewish people, the matter is very near to you in your mouth and in your heart to do it. What does this matter? This matter is serving God. Serving God completely. Serving God with your thoughts, your speech, and your deeds. And Moses is saying, it's very close to you. And we say, I don't think so, Moses. And the author ever says, it is. Let me show you how. So in these 53 chapters, the Rebbe shows us how it's truly attainable for all of us. Such a complete, perfect, comprehensive relationship with God. And he's going to give us, he explains, two paths to attain this. And he wants us to walk both roads. The first path, the long road, is the road of developing a relationship with God. It's a long road. It's a road of self-work. It's creating a relationship. And it's long because it's completely on our own. But what we create is so valued by God an intellectually generated love and awe of God. 
not perhaps as powerful as the loves and fears God gives us, but so valued because we truly created it. And there's another road. He wants us to walk both. The other road is a shorter road because it acknowledges that God actually gave us, implanted in our souls, a love and awe of him. What we need to do is access it. And the Alter Rebbe gives us the tools, the ideas, the concepts, the thoughts to delve into to uncover and express the love and fear that we all have as part of our very soul identity. So through walking these roads and creating a relationship with God and uncovering your innate and therefore far more powerful because it's a God-given relationship, we will be able to access that Benoni relationship. Because when you love and fear God that completely, the natural outcome is giving God your actions, giving God your speech, giving God your thoughts, because you already gave God your heart. And that's the goal of Tanya. And as we embark once again on our journey, one more time into the Tanya, that's our goal. And each time we get it a bit more deeply, a bit more internally, that we too can truly become these Benunim. Give the next few pages. The two letters of approbation are because it's a Jewish injunction. It's an injunction of our sages. Whatever a holy book is written, it has to have letters from other sages confirming that this truly is a holy work. So when the author ever finished his writing of the Tanya, he sent it to two great sages, Rabbi Hudalev HaKohen, Rabbi Zusha. The story goes that they both actually lived in Anapoli. They both got it the same night. Each one read it the whole night through and was so excited, they ran to tell the other sage who lived at the other end of town. And each one ran and they met at a bridge in the middle of the town. Probably was not a very big town. And they met on the bridge and they hugged each other, they embraced and they started dancing because of the enormous joy in, 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 in what the altar had done with this book, as I believe the Blavitsukabarditchev said. How, how did he manage to put such a big God in such a small book? In both of these letters, there are many allusions and hints. And both of them bring out the idea of the enormous power of the Tanya. The end of the letter of Rebzush Manipolai, when he's dating the letter at the end, instead of writing the year, Tafkof Numvav, he writes a word which has the same numerical value as Tafkof Numvav. And the word he writes is Pidusenu, which means our redemption. So the final word, because he wrote this on Tuesday of Parshas Kisavo, Tavo Shnas Pidusenu. It will come the year of our redemption. Meaning, we have a promise. The Baal Shem Tov had an ascension of his soul to the chamber of the King Mashiach, Messiah. And he asked the Messiah, my master, when will you reveal yourself? And he was told, when your wellspring spread to the furthest reaches. And now we have the Tanya. We have the essence teachings of the Baal Shem Tov made comprehensible to the human mind. This is a book. This is something now that can go to the furthest reaches of humans, of their comprehension. And through their mind, they can absorb the teachings and intellectually understand this godliness. Surely we've achieved this bringing God's thoughts to the furthest reaches to come the year of our redemption. Coin also has many references here. As you can see in bold, he speaks of how the Alter Rebbe drew water from the Well of Living Waters, a reference to his teacher, the Maggot of Mezrich, whose name was Dov Bear. 
like the Hebrew Be'er, well. And now Yisrael will rejoice. Yisrael means of Yisrael, the Baal Shem Tov. He'll rejoice that his teachings are now comprehensible to the world. And through Tanya, Tavo, which also we're told is an allusion, is a reference, acrostic. Tanya Kitayras Neshama Veruach. That Tanya is the spice, it's the incense for the soul. And just as when someone is very weak and feels faint, they will give spices to revive them, Tanya should be the spice to revive the soul of the Jewish people. These two letters were printed from the first printing of the Tanya. The next letter, the final approbation in today's portion, is from the printing of the sons of the Alta Rebbe. After the passing of the Rebbe, when they added ultimately two more sections to the Tanya, the fourth and fifth section, a section containing a collection of letters that the Rebbe wrote, and the final section, essays on topics in which there's an elaboration based on ideas in the first section of Tanya. And in doing so, they extended the ban of the Alta Rebbe, their father, this warning against anyone except the official printers from printing the Tanya to also incorporate these two sections. The Alta Rebbe extended a five-year ban, tremendous warning, a curse, on any printer who would tamper with and print the Tanya on his own, both to protect the printer's rights and also because there was a lot of opposition at that time and a non-scrupulous printer could say this is a great opportunity insert a few dreadful errors into this work, print many copies, and we have great calumny against the Hasidic movement. So there's a very strong warning against anyone reprinting. Every time the Tanya is printed, the ban extends for another five years, which means we're still under that original five-year ban. And with this letter, it's incorporated also the two additional parts of the Tanya that were added by the sons as well. May we all share in this journey and find one more time on an even deeper level our own road in becoming the Bainani of Tanya.